Hey everybody, I'm Jim Sammons and welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show live, as always, brought to you by Bowls Point Brewing Company. Today, we are having Mocha Marlin Porter, one of my favorites. And one of the reasons I'm having this one right now is because it's also the favorite of our guest. And unfortunately, he can't get it. So it's kind of, I'm kind of being mean. So I'm going to have a Mocha Marlin Porter. It's kind of a dessert beer, wintertime beer. Uh, it is so good. It's got that coffee and mocha flavoring. Oh, man. So good. So good. So I know Ulf is very jealous. Um, it's election day. So I was hoping uh, maybe we get a little distraction from the politics here. You know, I don't do a whole lot of political stuff, but uh, I hope you all did go out and vote and voted correctly. Um, <laughs> um so for anybody who's new to this, every Tuesday and Thursday, we air old episodes of the Kayak Fishing Show. On Tuesdays, we do the Jackson Kayak Years. On Thursdays, we do the older stuff, the Ocean Kayak Years. And we do it with live commentary, sometimes just myself, uh, sometimes with a guest. But uh, we are open to questions. So if you do have any comments or questions, I hope that you will throw them our way because it always makes for a better show. Um, but with no further ado, our guest today, because I want to get him on here right away, and please give him a thumbs up and a big thank you, because I got him to come on the show, Ulf, Wolfie Johansson. It's after 11 o'clock at night there, and he's a fisherman. He's up early in the mornings, so I know it's well past his bedtime, but uh, he's a good friend of mine from all our trips to Sweden, so I wanted to make sure we got him on here. Ulf, welcome to the show. Cheers. Thanks for having me, and thanks for not sending me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be cold anymore by the time it got to you. So, uh, I, it, I, I does, it, I don't mind. Just send them warm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. We can't get them anymore this year. The mocha marlins. I don't know why. Because they're saving them all for me. Oh, that's a great beer, man. It is delicious. Like I said, I yeah, usually yeah. drink it late at night. Um, like I said, more of a dessert beer or when it's really cold out. Um, it's That's when I really like to drink those. So it's it's a good one. Uh, let me get this banner that's scrolling across the bottom. But uh, our sponsors, please take a look at all our sponsors across the bottom and support them because uh, they support us and allow us to do these shows. Oops, I meant to take it off. But do make sure you share our channel and bring on the questions. Need questions. Um, there are some que comments here already. Uh, Ricky Tikitavi is watching from uh, over on Kayak Fishing Tales, our uh, YouTube channel. And he says, not going to lie, that fish in the thumbnail looks mighty tasty. Yeah, we caught that while we were on this trip. A, a, a nice cod. And it was tasty. We had a, and I think it's in the video. I don't remember. But we, yeah, did, a whole, we did a whole uh, fish fry segment. And they were delicious. Uh, Therese Tarek Anderson. I'm not sure how you pronounce T. -E That's Swedish. Therese. 
An ace? Is that a guy's name or a woman's name? No, it's, it, it's a girl's name. Oh, okay. Well, it's, Therese, it's Swedish for Teresa. Okay. Teresa, thank you for joining us. And Gene Wilson, thank you as always for joining us. Um, Gene, you commented uh, when I first put this up that you have family in Sweden. Um, I don't remember where it was, what area it was, but I, I know you have some family in Sweden as well, which is cool. We, we love Sweden. I mean, this video today is our very first trip to Sweden, but we had so much fun. I think I've been back three more times, um, or at least two more times. Um, I've stayed at Ulf's house. I've knocked ice off of boat seats to, to yeah. go fishing. That's the only, I mean, I love Sweden. I love the people. The country is beautiful, but you guys like to fish when it's really cold. And windy. And windy. Do you remember when you did this episode? You had, you had quite a job before you. Well, yeah, that it, picture actually behind me is while we did some trolling and I trolled for like six hours straight. No pat, no stopping. Uh, barely stopped to take a sip of water because the wind was in my face and trolling three lines. You couldn't stop or you'd end up with an, in a tangled mess. You did a good job. It was fun. It was fun. And that was with our friend, Eddie. But before we get this thing going, uh, actually, a couple more comments here real quick. Andrew uh, says hello to Jim and Ulf. Uh, Gene Wilson says yes, close to Karlstrom. Karlstrom. Oh, that's just, 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 it's very close to here. Is it? I'm, I, I, my, my closest town, big town, it's, it's uh, called Krona. And then you have three miles, then you have Ronneby, then three more miles, Swedish miles, that 30 kilometers. Uh, it's called some, so that's very close. Very cool. Very cool. Gene, Gene have you been over there to visit? Uh, Jim King says, hi from the Ottawa Valley. Thank you so much for joining us. Got Paul joining us from Queensland, Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. Awesome. Appreciate you joining us. Um, Therese, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> You, you got that one, Wolf? Male. Uh, she, she, she explains that uh, uh, male Therese, French Creole Terre. I think she explains some. <laughs> well, whatever it is, thanks for joining yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> and Liam Young joining us over from Kayak Fishing Tales. And uh, Jean says she visited the family farm in 1973. I'm guessing it's changed a bit if it was in 1973. But it is a beautiful country. Um, I absolutely loved it. And like I said, the people were all so, so friendly. Um, but we before, we get going, before we get going on the episode, um, why don't we hear a little bit about Ulf Johansson? What, what, what have you got going on right now? Are you still guiding? Are you still doing? Well, all that? I am still I am still guiding, but it's November here now, and that means it's getting colder by the minute and darker by the minute. So five o'clock, it's it's dark here now in the afternoon. So they I don't guide as much on winter time. So I normally do work as a carpenter. Then in springtime, I go down to my buddy Nicola, and we do guiding for for bluefin tuna, uh, 
in, up Where, in north in north in croatia oh that's right croatia uh, in okay. the Ad adriatic sea and then when i come home the, the salmon sea season starts for real we the, the salmon season is almost all year around except in the middle of the summer but uh, in springtime we have really 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 good fishing here for atlantic salmon or yeah. the baltic salmon as is and then you have the uh, a lot of pike fishing, which is what we went there for the pike fishing in the uh, archipelago. Yeah, the pike fishing is is uh, all year around, and we also have pretty good perch uh, perch fishing. And you can do up in the lakes, and you can go out uh, in the sea. So we have we have a good amount of fishing. We don't have as many species as you have. Right, right. But the, the pike fishing is great, and there's big. Yeah big pike yeah. there oh uh, yeah i think one thing that people would be surprised to know if they're if they're not familiar is the pike fishing there is in brackish water yeah which i when the first time we went i had no idea i just knew we were going somebody else set it up we're going to sweden and we're gonna go pike fishing and all of a sudden we're in salt water brackish water and i'm yeah. like i had no clue and there's uh in in southeast of sweden where i live here is it's like we have really 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 good water for for pike so we are famous for 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 the good pike fishing here yeah like i said and i know there's some some very very large ones um yeah and but actually uh, the, the absolute largest one is is in the big lakes in sweden like in lake betten where the swedish record are like like 50 pounds 50 pounds well, that's, that's what, new. That that's new world record, but but let's say. Well, that's still a that's eighty just, pounds. Eighty pounds. What eighty pounds? Yeah, that's enormous. Twenty kilos. Yeah. That's when they get those big distended bellies on them. Yeah, and you see them holding them, and it like laps over their hand. Yeah. <laughs> but just amazing. Are you still doing the um, crayfish? Yeah, uh, up in Lake Betten. Yeah. I, I live in Lake Vettan in two and a half months per year, and I do crayfishing and I do guiding for, for, uh, for salmon, and trout and Arctic char. They have fantastic Arctic char fishing there. Those are a beautiful fish. Oh yeah, they and are tasty. They are tasty critters. I've not eaten one, but they they oh, sure they sure are pretty and. And those crayfish you get, I mean, that feast we had at your house, um, I think we ate 20 pounds of the things. And wow. absolutely amazing. Uh, we've got a couple more people checking and saying hello, and then we will get this video rolling. Uh, Roy saying hello uh, from Maryland. Thanks for joining us. Robert from Northeast PA. Thank you, man. I do appreciate that. And again, I appreciate everybody who joins us. And the more you guys can share this and all that, the better off we are. I really, I really appreciate people who share these things with their friends. Uh, Jonathan Lee says he loves the show. Thank you very much. Mary, too true. I don't know what that's referring to, but <laughs> sometimes these comments come up and you don't see them till later. So you have no idea what they refer to. So um, I just I just realized I said 80 pounds. That means I mean, it must be 40 pounds. One pound is 0 0.454 grams, I think. We said there'd be no math. <laughs> <laughs> it's 40 pounds. 
Well, I know there's 50 pounders around. I mean, but yeah, 80 yeah. pounders would be insane. They have a new new world record now from somewhere in in Europe now. Yeah, well, that was a great pike. Uh, I just like pike because that explosion, particularly if, you, if they're getting them on top water, when they just explode on it or on the fly. I know you do a lot of the fly fishing as yeah. well. Uh, just such a fun fish in that respect. You know, for freshwater fish, they 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 can be a handful, um, especially when you fish in our side uh, here southeast because we have very shallow waters uh, and that means you fish them also shallow like up in the seaweeds uh, and that means you see at least eight out of ten strikes up in top surface yeah so the water as I you said, the, it just explodes yeah and i remember the water being very clear oh yeah oh yeah and you know thrown over the top of a boulder and just seeing a big pike come on the, off that boulder and just destroying yeah. a top water lure uh let's just rip through a couple more um actually robert asks any musky out there no 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 musky. we don't have just, any muskies here um facebook user that would be watching from the kayak fishing show group uh you have to give permission for it to get show your name uh but hi jim windy gray day here in north of new zealand Springtime and fishing is fantastic currently. Looking forward to the show. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's fantastic. You have followers from all over the world on this show. Yeah, I, I regularly get people from Brazil, New Zealand, Australia. It, it's it's very cool. And that's what I really love about what I've been able to do over the years is traveling around the world, making friends all over the world. Yeah. And and then being able to uh, interact with people on this, like I said, the whole internet has just kind of shrunk the whole world. We were talking about that a little bit earlier yeah. about how it relates to politics and how everything, everybody knows everybody's business. It's it's, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Um, Chris checking in from Texas. Thank you very much. Florin, <laughs> one pound is equal to um, 0.45 kilograms. Yeah. Um, oh, and here is says I am from Belize <laughs> and oh. love fishing. Live in Minnesota now, so very cool. I love Belize. I've I've uh, been there a few times, and it's it's also a wonderful place. Great for tarpon fishing. So, but anyway, it's totally Swedish name. Yes, yes. Um, so um, we'll say one more hello, uh, Florin. How yet from Ireland? <laughs> awesome. So, again, this episode is from our very first shoot in in Sweden, uh, 2014, maybe, I think. I don't remember. Um, we are fishing with uh, Gunnar, who is another good friend, and Jan Liska, who was the uh, Jackson Kayak team leader for Jackson yeah. Kayak Europe. Uh, who unfortunately not long after this, I think the next year, um, passed away. Uh, he died in an avalanche while uh, snowboarding or skiing. Um, just the nicest, nicest guy, full of energy, big dude. I mean, just a great, great guy. And it was so unfortunate to, uh, to lose him. And um, we actually went back the following year uh, for his memorial. And now there's a kayak fishing tournament in his name every year. So uh, at least his name is living on in the kayak fishing community over there because he was such a great guy. But with no further ado, 
let's get this episode rolling. Otherwise, we're going to sit here and talk for an hour. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, we're in Karlskrona, Sweden. Never thought I'd be kayak fishing in Sweden. We basically have the United Nations of kayak fishing here. We have guys from the Czech Republic, Sweden, Germany, China. I mean, we've got everybody here, a great team of Jackson kayak fishing guys. Stick around. This is going to be an awesome show. Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Jackson Kayak. One family, many waters. Body Glove Footwear, featuring the new 3T Barefoot Water Shoe. Standard Horizon, nothing takes to the water like Standard Horizon. Yak Attack, for kayak fishermen, by kayak fishermen. Ram, innovative mounting systems proudly made in the USA. And Hook One. Everything you need to get out there and hook one. This week on Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show, Jim is headed to Sweden to fish with Jackson Kayak Fishing Team Europe. Okay, hi, uh, hey guys, I'm Jan from Jackson Kayak. I'm the team manager for uh, Europe, for the European team. And we're, uh, this is probably the first trip, first team trip that I organized in Europe, which is with Jim joining us for a Okay, I'm already pausing it because I just wanted to comment on something there. You know, us from the US, we're we're very much used to having our big trucks, you know, F250s and seems to be a lot more very small cars over there in Europe and and, and the price of gas is much higher, so they want is these guys were the masters of stacking kayaks on top of these tiny cars and packing gear into the back of these little cars. I've never seen anything like it. They'd be in a car that was three feet shorter in length than the kayak and have five kayaks on top of it. It was, it was crazy. So I just saw that it was a reminder. And that's the cool thing for me going back and watching these old episodes. It really brings back a lot of memories. And uh, that was certainly one of them. <laughs> fishing session in Karlskrona so it's the first real team trip in Europe and it's been going going pretty good. Hello my name is Joel Abrahamson from Sweden. Eric Lawrence from Germany. Anton Svetkov from Sweden slash Russia. Hi I'm Nakul Kabak from Czech Republic. Their host on this adventure is the city of Karlskrona a beautiful city situated in a brackish archipelago the perfect place to catch monster northern pike. Their guide is Gunnar Ulström, owner and operator of Pike Strike Sweden, a top-notch fishing, 
kayak fishing outfitter and guide service. I'm uh, the team leader for the Swedish Jackson team. And I'm at the same time, uh, I have this fishing camp here. This is like a base for the Jackson kayaks and we have also all the kind of fishing stuff here for guests and tourists. It's been a long flight, but Jim has arrived at his home away from home for the next week and hooked up with the rest of the European team. After a few minutes setting up rods and rigging the Jackson kayaks, it's time to get on the water and fish. Well, first we have nature in Sweden. For me, nature is the real nature. You have the woods, you have the lakes, you have a clean area, clean nature. And we are, we have good fishing also, especially, well, I'm here in the archipelago, we, the fishing is so, you can, you can do so many kinds of fishing in Sweden. And it's a long and big country, it's densely populated, so you don't have boats everywhere. If you go into the bay, if I see another guy fishing in the bay, I don't go in there because I want a serene, a serene place to be, to fish, and I want to, don't want to disturb anyone. So here I can be on my own, I will never be disturbed, I have good fishing, great nature, great wildlife, wildlife, and uh, yeah, I think also the Swedish fishermen are really nice to be part of, so. A couple of the guys who were instrumental on setting up this trip were Gunnar from Pike Strike. He's got a, a fishing business here and he really helped put this whole thing together, where we're staying the whole bit. And then Jan from uh, Team Jackson Kayak. These guys really helped us put this, uh, this thing together. They talked to their buddies and everybody wanted to come fish with us. So we've just got this great group that they put together. And uh, I just can't wait to learn this fishery from them and just have some fun. <laughs> it's another little guy, but <laughs> it's a beautiful colors on them. They're very golden. It's not big, but it's a fish and it sure is pretty, man. The colors are amazing. There he goes. Don't touch that remote. There's plenty more kayak fishing mayhem from the shores of Karlskrona, Sweden. Came up and hit it right next to me. The kayak fishing show is brought to you in part by Jackson Kayak. One family, many waters. Learn more at jacksonkayak.com. So yeah, it was windy. I remember that now. I mean, I look at the picture behind me, it was windy. Um, I remember it was real. it was really windy and really cold. And it was like, I think I want to, I want to say it was like in May when we did this yeah. trip. Yeah. And it was in peak season for salmon. Right. Yeah. Early, early May, I think. And I, I just, cause I mean, I love going out on nice, calm, glassy days. And those guys are all hating it. And then it's just whipping, whipping wind. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is perfect, perfect pike weather. Like, yeah. this sucks. The, this part of Sweden all, always have lots of winds. It's We're famous for that. It was uh, so windy. 
And I, I, I don't know if it's actually the perfect time for fishing or they've just gone, hey, it's windy all the time. So we'll say it's the perfect time. No, no, but the, the, the pikes do like windy days. They, they do. They do. And it's the same with salmon. Uh, you, I, I don't like to fish when it's flat calm. I don't like that at all. Yeah, there's a lot of fish that are like that, marlin and all that. They'll start yeah. coming to the surface when you start getting that surface chop. But as a kayak angler, I'm not a fan. Yeah, well, re regarding salmon, the old guys said that the, the salmon wanted to have a roof. So when you have calm water, they can see through up in the air. That makes them a little bit shy, so they get, go down a little bit deeper. But when they have some windy weather, it, the, the, the surface gets black, and that means they, they go, go closer to the surface. So you don't Bobby, only you don't only use the downrig as you use the 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 top water lures too. Okay. And you do mostly, I mean you're mostly a boat fisherman and troll 50 lines at one time and with those big planer boards <laughs> off the sides and No, you 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 know I like to to fly fish with pike in in winter time. That's that's one of my favorite uh, things to do. Uh and I I like I like as I said, I, I do all kinds of fishing. Uh, if you put a rod in my hands, I, I'm I'm perfectly satisfied wherever I am. Yeah, well, you came. Uh, I said you do your stuff uh, for the bluefin tuna, and then you came down here and yeah. fished with us for tuna and dorado and yellowtail and such. So oh, I still I still dream about your kelp patties. <laughs> the kelp patties out oh, offshore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was fun. We'd have you sitting on top of the boat looking for kelp patties as we're driving around. You remember so, my back? Your back. When you, Matt, you and I were, were out, and Matt and me were sitting on top of the roof, and I burned my back so bad. Oh, the sunburn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you got cooked. <laughs> typical, oh. typical person who comes here is not used to our sun. So Swedish. <laughs> Let's keep her rolling. Jackson Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Standard Horizon. Nothing takes to the water like Standard Horizon. Welcome back. This week, Jim Sammons is hooked up with Jackson Kayak Fishing Team Europe in Karlskrona, Sweden for a fish-filled week hunting for pike, trout, cod, and salmon. Guiding them is Jackson Kayak Team member and owner-operator of Pike Strike Sweden, Gunnar Ullström. Well, uh, for me, it's I'm always talking about the whole picture. I want to be close to the nature. Uh, I want to be, well. I want to be alone with the nature. I, I'm a guest in the nature. I, I'm actually I, I, I am a, I am a guest in the Pikes living room. I say. Also on this adventure is Jackson Kayak Fishing Team Europe leader Jan Liska and his Czech teammates. Jakub and Lucas. Sweden is the mecca of fishing in Europe. You got pike mostly in inshore and the brackish waters and they get ridiculously big because everybody catches and releases here since I don't know 10 years ago. So the big ones get even bigger and the genes that are in the lakes and in the brackish water they get better and better as the big fish are returned still into the water always. And joining us from Sweden 
is Anton and Yoel. We got our uh, second day on the water. We got the whole crew out here spread out, throwing uh, a variety of lures. I'm throwing a Sabeel stick shad. And uh, first cast, I got a fish. And finally, joining Jim from Germany, Eric Lorenz. I was five years old when my grandpa uh, uh, took me to, to, uh, to, to fishing with his boat. And uh, I always wanted to have a boat for, my, for me. So it's great to uh, go out on the sea and, and do th things like that. But the problem is that you need a trailer. You need a place to, to, to let it in the garage or whatever. And uh, it's expensive. And the kayak is the thing between. This week while we were in Sweden, uh, the kayak I was using was the Jackson Kayak Cuda 14. It's the kayak I use at home. It's the kayak I'm most comfortable with. It was great for paddling the, the long distances we were paddling uh, and when we were trolling and the stability to stand up. It's a great kayak that I'm very comfortable in. Uh, the kayak that um, we, all, we had a whole bunch of Jackson kayaks on the water, honestly. Two of the guys were using the Jackson Kayak Big Tuna. It's a tandem, but it's very standable and they, these guys are bigger guys, particularly Jan, uh, very tall. So it's a great stand-up platform for him uh, for sight casting to these big pike. Yeah, I paddle the big tuna and what I love about it is even when we get rough conditions, waves and wind, I can stand up in it. I can stand up fish, which is very important here. We are fishing for big pike and if you do not strike, if you do not set the hook with all your might standing up you will you will lose the fish and i also take lots of stuff with me so that's why the big tuna i'm thinking about the kilroy but they're not just playing with it because it's a bit, bit faster a bit lighter or maybe the big rig later like there are so many choices but for the moment it's the big tuna i'm putting on a a jk custom made lure it's called a tnt jerk which is exactly what they want in those conditions. Now we go sun and hopefully we'll have one on this. Every time a person tries the kayak, they love it. It has never, it has never happened to me that a person would try the kayak out and would say, oh my God, I do not like this at all. That just does not happen. I mean, every fisherman has this sense for independence, freedom, roaming around to get the fish and kayaks, all about that. So everybody just, they all want it, but they might not know it yet. A 50 centimeter one and something just ripped it off his hook. So yeah, we're in a good spot. This week while we were in Sweden, uh, we were mainly fishing for uh, pike and we were hoping for some big ones. So the setup I wanted to have for that is a uh, extra heavy action um, APR rod. This is basically one of their swim bait rods for, for throwing heavier lures because we were throwing lures of varying sizes, but I needed that backbone and good castability that I got from the APR rod. My reel is a, just a low profile reel that's really comfortable picks up a lot of line for, for moving those uh, lures through the water. Um, on the reel, I have it loaded with 30-pound Seaguar Kansan braid. Uh, I like the sensitivity. I like the setting power with that and great castability. 
You don't need long leaders, but you do need a leader. So you need to go, need to go with wire, or what I do is usually just go with Seaguar 100 pound fluorocarbon. So it gives me a nice tooth protection, uh, a barrel swivel up above it, and then because I'm changing lures a lot, I have a tactical angler's clip. So I can take, take lures on and off very quickly, very easily. Very nice, particularly when the water is really cold and your hands aren't working well, much easier to operate than a snap swivel. That's what I was using on this trip to Sweden. Check it out. Stay tuned. When we return, Jim puts down the pike rod and the guys hook up with the crew at Santa Marine to fish for big salmon offshore. Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show. Big Salmon Offshore. Hook one. <laughs> yeah. Everything you need to get out there and hook one. Yeah, and we this next coming segment, we get to fish with uh, Eric Lorenz. I'm losing my mouse here. Um, who was truly one of the funnest guys to be around. One of the nicest people you'd ever meet. And comedy. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember, I don't do you remember the name we gave him the first day? The, Mr. Butterfingers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, then he, he caught he caught a salmon and I had Will in my my trolling boat. That was my old boat. And uh, we were going to, towards him to, to film it. And uh, Will shouted, Whatever you do, don't lose the fish. Whatever you do, don't lose the fish. <laughs> you should see the face on, on Will. Uh, I I can just imagine. And I know what happened next because Eddick hooked up again. Yeah. And he, he wasn't letting that fish go. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> then his name uh, was Steel Claw. Yeah, a Steel Claw. Because yeah. he just like, ah! He was and so I, happy. I think he went a little Mike Tyson on that fish as well. Yeah. Um, like you're not getting away, <laughs> but he was so happy to 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 finally to be able to produce. Uh, so we at did least, show it on show. At least he did. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's so much fun out there. Keep it rolling. Eventually. Jackson there Kayak's it is. Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Powerpole Micro Anchor. Swift, silent, secure, and small. This week, Jim Sammons has traveled to Karlskrona, Sweden. Karlskrona is the home of the Swedish Navy, and until recently, closed to tourists. Today, all that has changed, and now they allow people from all over the world to enjoy the rich heritage, culture, and of course, fishing, the city has to offer. So the wind is up a bit today. I'm going to pause right here just real quick because this is a cool little town. I, I love Karlskrona. I mean, just a super cool little town. This museum we went in, uh, the Maritime Museum was so awesome. Um, those, uh, I can't even think of what they call them now, the front of the boat. Um, that's what these are behind me in that picture, um, where I've frozen it there. So the front of the old ships and they've, it's a museum full of them and they're huge. And I mean, just everything about that whole area is so cool. And those statues there, uh, that was 
supposed to be on the front of the boat, they are extremely expensive. So they're, yeah, it, they're worth it, a lot of money. Yeah, these aren't replicas. These are no. all original old ones. And yeah. I mean, you could see how they were worn and split and semi-rotted and broken, but they were so cool. And this museum yeah. is just full of them. And I think one of the other things they, that they showed was how when they used to build these old ships, they would initially make a replica model of it down to the most minute detail of these, the models of these old wooden ships. I mean, the things you will see in this museum, it was worth the visit alone. I mean, I, I loved that place. And then we got to go in a, a, a submarine. Um, it's just very, very cool, cool area. So just wanted to stop and share that real quick. And uh, we decided to take a day off from being on the water. And that's one of the cool things about traveling for the kayak fishing show is we get to explore some great places. I'm standing here in the town square of Karlstrana. We're waiting for Malin from the Visitors Bureau, and she's gonna come over here and she's gonna show us around the town. It's a World Heritage Site, uh, the military base. They've got a museum over there. She promised, promised us a lot of really cool things today, and I'm really looking forward to uh, doing that rather than being on the water on this windy day. Kaskuna uh, was founded in 1680, and this is a naval town, 100%. That was the reason why Kaskuna was founded in the beginning. Um, they needed an ice-free harbor for the Swedish Navy. So this part of, of the base is the naval shipyard. This were where they built the ships, made the ropes, and all the equipments for the ships. They, of course, also made uh, all the sails for the big ships. I still have that so, uh, piece of rope that we made there. For an ice-free harbor uh, down in the southern parts of Sweden. And they didn't really find uh, what they were looking for. So they said, let's build one. Let's build a whole new town. And the purpose of that town should be to, to be a, a center for the Swedish Navy, actually. And um, here uh, you have the archipelago that it was actually the biggest reason why they chose this place to build the new town. If you look around here, you have all these surrounding islands. Uh, they are like a natural defense. No experience can compare to traveling the idyllic Swedish countryside and experiencing their rich history, combined, of course, with incredible fishing opportunities. Karlskrona is definitely a unique place to go for any world traveler or angler. Well, Kaskrona is actually, this town is built on islands, so that says everything to me. Uh, it's a historical place, beautiful, it's a world heritage, but it's actually based on the, on the sea, in the sea, on islands. So you have all these nice areas just around, you can go there, you can fit, we're fishing from, from, the, from land in Kaskrona, in, the, in, in town, but you are so close to everything, so it's like a center in the middle of the archipelago, and for me, the archipelago is everything. After a whirlwind tour of the city, it's time to get back on the water. Today, the guys have hooked up with Ulf and Peter, owners of Salmon Marine. Their specialty is catching big salmon and cod offshore, but they've only tested their methods once in a kayak. Jim is joined by Eric Lorenz from Team Jackson Kayak Germany. We want to catch the salmon of the lifetime. And Gunnar Ulström from Pike Strike Sweden. 
The guys hope to learn the ropes of salmon fishing and maybe show the boys from Santa Marine a thing or two about kayak fishing. First stop, the guys are going to drop jigs to fill their angle cooler with fresh cod for dinner tonight. Only a moment later, it's fish on. With a full cooler, the guys get set up for trolling for the big salmon Santa Marine is known for. I always bring my angle cooler on our trips. It makes a great dry box, sits right on the back of my kayak. And even better, we get some good fish like these cod right here. We're gonna take these home and have a big old fish fry with the guys. While we were here in Sweden, we had an opportunity to go for salmon. And to do that, we had to troll multiple lines. Kind of pause it again, just cause I feel like asking a question. Um, how is your cod fishery? Is it still good? Solid? No. No? <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm really sorry to say that it has been, uh, we have big super trawlers that has been uh, fishing everything. So it's actually, we're not actually allowed to fish for, for cod right now. Oh, really? For, for the whole year. No, no. They, they have stopped all kind of cod fishing for for privates and commercials so it, it's really bad right at the moment that's too bad but i know you guys yeah. have a lot of you guys do have a lot of regulations to help your fisheries i i, I know you had some stuff um with the salmon very strict seasons yeah. and yeah yeah we 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 are not allowed to to fish for wild salmon uh, they have you know the oedipus fin if that's taken away that means it's a farmed salmon uh, from from fisheries that they put out in the Baltics, we're allowed to to keep those, but the wide ones we release immediately. Yeah, that's that's good. Now, do you, are you still? I mean, I remember around the time we were there, you were, guys were also seeing some big bluefin. Have uh, yeah those on the west coast. Yeah, yeah, on the west coast they they have had they had great fishing here in August. So together with Denmark, I think they tagged almost a hundred or if it was 98 of them because they they travel in in such speeds and such length it's incredible so they they tag them and they follow their path they're going to some of them going to the mediterranean some of them go over to your side uh, and they are on the west coast they are very big. I mean, five, six, seven hundred pounds. That's a big fish. So, oh yeah, I uh, I wouldn't want to catch them on on my rods. No, he said I, I don't need that in my life. My back certainly doesn't. So uh, anyway, I just wanted to ask that about the cod fishery because yeah. it was it was so fun and they were so delicious. Oh, they are. And we're going to show you how to do that effectively in this week's kayak fishing tip. This week's kayak fishing tip is brought to you by Kokatat, manufacturing paddling gear in Arcata, California for more than 40 years. 
I troll multiple lines quite often when I'm at home and um, here in Sweden, this is the first time I've ever done it in a way that really worked well to keep from getting your lines tangled together. And that was with the use of these uh, Black Beast planer boards. They're very small, super light. They don't take up any room in your kayak. But the idea of them, you have a right and a left-handed, see the, uh, a right and a left-handed planer board, and you clip this onto the front of your line, and then you have another clip that you slide over the back. And so this is just riding on the surface. They naturally want to pull apart as you're trolling. So you can get a nice spread without having those lines getting tangled, because there's nothing worse than having to mess around with that. We were actually able to troll three lines, one of these on each side and then one straight down the middle. And that's your kayak fishing tip of the week. And I still use those. When we come back, they are great. A few hours trolling yeah. offshore and finally track down the elusive salmon they've been searching for. Jackson Kayak's kayak fishing show is brought to you in part by DeLorme InReach. Follow Jim Salmon's big game adventure live with DeLorme InReach of Carl Skrona, Sweden. No, I jumped too far forward. <laughs> I was trying to jump past the commercial. And then I went too far forward, and then I went too far back. The next fishing show is brought to you by Yak Attack. Create a fishing machine with Yak Attack accessories. Welcome back. This week, Jim is trolling far off the shores of Karlskrona, Sweden, on the hunt for big salmon from his kayak. Today is a bit of an experiment, as neither he nor his guides from Santa Marine, Ulf and Peter, have much experience trying this method of trolling three rods from a kayak. The guys just got us offshore a little ways um, and got the, the kayaks were actually in a different boat to get out here. So we're just going to get these things in the water and we're going to start trolling in a few minutes for, for salmon. Like I said, this is all new. Um, these guys haven't done this other than one other time before. So uh, they're just trying to figure it out and see how this works best. But I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Bait fish is starting to, to look up again. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the bait fish. We've got the salmons go around it and feed. Uh, we're going to get Eric uh, in the water first. And um, so Ulf can show me exactly how the um, the rigging is on these, you know, with these little uh, planer boards and uh, the way they're weighted and you have release clips. And I, I've just not fished with this setup at all. So uh, he's going to show me. We're going to get Eric out there first. Ulf's going to put the lines out for him so I can see exactly how to do it. So uh, we're going we're gonna to learn some stuff here, which is always cool. It's great to learn new stuff. Uh, he had a quick bite, and the, the release clip released the line, so the, the planner went down uh, down in the back of him. So we had a bite. It didn't catch this one, but we'll, we'll take the next one. Six hours of trolling flies by as Ulf works hard to keep the guy's spirits up. Just as arms are about to give out paddling against the wind, Eric hears one of his lines rip. Whatever you do, don't lose it. 
<laughs> Mr. Steel Claw. He's a happy guy. It's going down. After a hard-fought struggle, the guys have landed their first salmon. Unfortunately, time is short, and Jim will have to wait another day to catch one himself. Time to head in. As promised, tonight they eat cod prepared fresh by Peter and Ulf. Like that? Two cuts, one on that side. One on this side. Take the knife. Okay. You put the cuts, uh, the fillets in the salted water for a while, just uh, to sort of rinse them off, and, and then they, we fry them in, in butter and salt them up, and we eat them as they are. Eating some of the cod we caught today. I mean, this fish was swimming not too long ago. This is incredible. Another successful mission comes to a close, but Jim's adventure in Karlskrona is far from over. Next time we hook up with the guys of Team Europe in Karlskrona, bigger pike are in sight, and Jim will learn how to master the art of fly fishing from his kayak. But for that, you'll need I wouldn't to say master. The next season of the kayak fishing show. <laughs> We're headed to Levy, Florida to fish for reds, snook, gar, well, in these waters, you don't have to be a master. Well, that was fun. That was uh, great to relive those memories. I mean, I know, like good times. The uh, that trolling segment, of course, creative editing. Uh, Eric caught his fish quite a bit earlier. Um, I never got one, but we did paddle. I paddled for six hours straight. Like I said, because of the wind, never stopped paddling. By the time I got back up into the boat, I think every single muscle in my body cramped. I know. <laughs> Do you remember that? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Well, that that was brutal because it, when you when you look when you look at the, at the uh, at the film, it doesn't seem that bad, but uh, there was some windy time that day, and and you and Eric, you you put in your hours. You did you did serious job. Uh, it was uh, it was a, a mission, and I just didn't want to stop. I did not want to stop. I wanted to get that salmon. Yeah. You know, always looking for the new species. That that cod was a new species, which was so cool. But uh, I just didn't want to stop. But man, when I did, I mean, I remember my hands just cramped up like this and I couldn't even, because like I said, it was, it's one thing to be out paddling for six hours. This was, you could not stop no. uh, other than just take a sip of water, because if you stopped your lines were going to get tangled. Yeah. So 
Anyway. Uh, well, if our time's up here, uh, I really yep. appreciate you joining me, man. Like I said, I know it's like midnight there now. Uh, if somebody wants, uh, anybody wants to see what you're up to, it is Wolf. It, actually, it's Wolf Ishing Sweden. <laughs> Wolfishingsweden.com. Uh, and they can look you up for your type of, I mean, you're doing the guided trips for salmon as well as the pike and, and the whole gambit, right? Yeah. And as well as, as those uh, trips to Croatia for the bluefin. Yeah, yeah. And so super cool, man. Thank you so much. We haven't talked to you in a while. And uh, it, it's sure been fun catching up with you today. Have a good one. Hey, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, that was fun. Like I said, I, I really enjoyed catching up. I really appreciate all of you that joined us from all over the world. Remember, we're here every Tuesday and Thursday running different episodes, whether they're, uh, I said, uh, the Jackson Kayak years on Tuesdays or Ocean Kayak on Thursdays. This Thursday, uh, we are going to be in Mazatlan, Mexico, fishing freshwater, actually. We'll be uh, fishing at El Salto, which is a very famous bass lake. You know, I'm not a big bass fisherman, but you get invited to El Salto, you go. <laughs> so thanks, everybody, again, for joining us. Thank you, Gene. I appreciate the comment. Oh, and uh, G Stone from North Wales, UK. Again, I really appreciate everybody who, who joins us. And uh, if you can do us that favor and share our page, share our videos with your friends, I really appreciate that. Remember, if you are going out on the water, always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care. We'll see you on Thursday.